0: Welcome to the Wrestling Stable Show, where you don't join, you're chosen. Today is Thursday, June 11th, 2020. And on today's show, we're going to do a full review of last night's AEW Dynamite show. So we start off with Chris Jericho, La Champion, joining ski as he says, with Excalibur and good old JR Jim Ross at Commentary. Now, for me, one of the top moments of this whole quarantine era has been Jericho on commentary. Uh, obviously, the former, former and first ever AEW World Heavyweight Champion, but man, he's just good at so many things, um, especially commentary. So, you know, I understand, you know, he's a former champion. He could always be in the running to get a rematch. He's the leader of the inner circle. Um, but yeah, let's figure out a way uh, to get Jericho on commentary as often as possible. Totally hilarious. You know him and Tony really held it down, uh, while you know Excalibur and uh, Jr. were not uh, traveling um, out to the taping. So really good to see that. It's great because you know he's he's a heel, um, but uh, he doesn't just talk down to everyone. I mean, classic Jericho of you know what he's always said. uh, You know he could say that someone's completely trash, completely trash, but then when you beat that person. Uh, then, well, you just beat someone who's trashed. But no, you have to talk someone up, build them up. And then when you beat them, hey, they were good, but they were not as good as I was. So, you know, he does the same kind of things um, on commentary, builds up everyone, even his opponents, even Pineapple Pete. Um, so it's, 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 it's a real treat uh, to listen to, to uh, Le Champion on commentary. Man, we started off strong. Uh, we started off with FTR, uh, formerly known as The Revival. Um, you know, there was some um, kind of outcry from the current uh, Revolt team, um, you know, independent wrestlers, The Revolt uh, featuring Caleb Conley and um, who's uh, in a relationship with um, Chris Datlander. So, you know, they didn't want to go full Revolt here. I don't know if there's a future stable, stable, the whole stable we call The Revolt, but at least as a tag team, it looks like, Um, the former revival will be known as FTR, uh, can stand for a bunch of things. Uh, we all know, well, we try to keep this a PG show. So I'm not going to say what the young bucks and Cody originally (laughs) said, uh, FTR stands for, but, uh, in an interview with, uh, Tony Schiavone, they said it could be for the revolution. Um, it could be for a a lot of different things, formerly the revival, you know, it can kind of stand for whatever you think it, it stands for. Uh, but they're here. Uh, formerly known as Dash Wilder, uh, who is now Cash uh, Wheeler, uh, Wheeler being his last name, uh, you know, real last name. And then we also had the former, um, well, it's, it's it's Dax Harwood now, and it used to be, um, man, now what so used to their, their new names, uh, Scott Dawson, excuse me. Um, now we have Cash Wheeler, uh, Dax Harwood, and they are the revival. Uh, they made their debut. Uh, in a super sweet old school truck, uh, making that same entrance here tonight, and they're facing uh, the Blade and the Butcher of Buffalo. Um, you know, originally uh, as a three-person act with Ali the Bunny, uh, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, she's a little bit sidetracked doing uh, some different things now. Uh, FTR, love them. One of my favorite tag teams. Uh, I love these. This old school. Uh, much appreciation and love for. You know, the new style of wrestling, big fan of the Young Bucks. But for me, FTR, uh, one of my favorites, uh, if not my favorite tag team today. Uh, Real throwback to Tully and Arn, who are so crazy that uh, they're both members of the AEW uh, roster. And they are both uh, in the stands. You can see them there. Uh, Great to see the old brain busters from the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, You know, Tully Blanchard, Art Anderson. Uh, Tully being my favorite wrestler. Of all time, really love what he did with the heel work. Great in the ring. I uh, just loved everything uh, about him and his character. Um, so seeing Tully and Arn at ringside, uh, not ringside, excuse me, in the stands to check out FTR in their debut match for All Elite Wrestling here. Um, I guess the bush and the blade was a really nice touch, as Jericho said. Uh, purely meat and potatoes, uh, just old school. Uh, they cannot say, you know. No flips, uh, just fists. But uh, they, you know, they let their actions do the talking, and uh, true old school tag team. You see, FTR holding the tag ropes. Uh, you know, you know, AEW's gotten some flack for uh, kind of how they let t- tag teams just come in and out of the ring. Um, you know, not really doing a good job of of refereeing and, and holding the um, the hot tag guy from coming in. But uh, FTR holding the tags ropes, keeping it old school. At one point, uh, Cash Wheeler faked an arm injury, Um, you know, really old school uh, possum heel tricks, uh, you know, and then they had this amazing spot where uh, Dax hits a brain buster. uh, And, you know, we had uh, a tribute to Randy Orton with that uh, draping uh, DDT that both of them did at the same time. Uh, You had this great, great uh, one-two with uh, a superplex from Cash, uh, from Daxson and then Cash Wheeler hitting a big splash, um, almost like an elbow drop. Not really sure what he's going for there, but great kind of bang bang play, as you would say in the NFL. Um, and then they hit their Goodnight Express. Uh, did not hit that perfectly um, on the uh, the Butcher of Buffalo, but um, you know that's the new name for their Shatter Machine. Um, really great callback to not just the Rock and Roll, but the Midnight Express also. Um, and also had a stuff pile driver, which seems like it's going to be their new finisher. Um, more throwbacks to Arnon Uh Hit that on the blade for the one, two, three. Did not pick up the new name of uh, that stuff pile driver. Uh, had to listen a little bit closer next time. But great debut match. Um, great, great uh, way to start off the action here. Uh, you know, AEW does such a good job of starting off with tag team action, usually kind of fast and furious uh with you know most of the roster being high flying but this just old school traditional uh match with a couple of um couple of high flying things with uh you know the splash from the top rope but mostly traditional 1980s style wrestling then when the match is over the young bucks come out uh matt jackson says how they have not been properly introduced uh and he just you know and the nick says that they he just wants to congratulate them and um you know, then Matt just claims that they've been the past, the best tag team of the past decade and a half. Uh, and before anything could really happen between just those two tag teams, uh, we see the Butcher come in uh, to break it up. Uh, super bad Death Squad comes in, um, you know, and then just everyone kind of comes in to result in a little bit of a brawl there. And then we just see some of the highlights from the tag team division. Uh, the current tag team champions uh, – Adam Hangman, Paige, and Kenny Omega come out. Um, So it kind of breaks down a little bit there. Uh, Then we see the Natural Nightmares, Uh, the team of Dustin Rhodes, the Natural Dustin Rhodes, and um, his tag team partner Q T Marshall. They also have Brandy along with them backstage. They're being interviewed by Dasha and uh, kind of continuing the storyline that we've mostly seen on Dark. We have Ali there today. uh, Ali has the jacket of. Uh, the Nightmare Family, uh, with her own personal engraving on it—guess I this engraving on a jacket, not really sure. Uh, <laughs> embroidered, I think is the right word. And uh, they're all there. Dustin just really says that QT needs to stay focused. Um, you know, it's it's kind of odd here, right? They go from uh, Bunny uh, being, you know, with the Butcher and the Blade to now she's QT's girl. Uh, you know, I think everyone is really seeing that this is going to set up to a natural nightmares versus Butcher and the Blade. But I don't know. It's just weird to see her go from uh, one role to another just so quickly with, um, maybe I need to watch Dark, Dark uh, Clear, but I don't think they did an amazing job explaining that. Uh, but that is, will be a developing story. Uh, you know, then we see Penelope Ford, who is number five in the current rankings, uh, along with Kip Sabian, um, you know, escorting her to the ring. Uh, tag-teaming with former women's champion, the native Beast, Nyla Rose, uh, who's won eight out of nine matches, her only loss. Uh, to the current uh, women's champion, uh, Sheeta, and uh, she is tagged, and then they are in a tag team match against the galaxy's greatest alien, Chris Statlander, and the women's world champion, as uh, Dash would say, Hikoro Shida. Uh So great match here. Uh, Ford kicked out of the Falcon Arrow, which I'm not really sure if that is really what Sheeta's going for as her new finisher. I think it's kind of back and forth there. Uh, Kip Sabian distract the ref. This allows uh, Penelope Ford to hit sh- hit Sheeta uh, with the title and to grab the one, two, three on the champion. Uh, she's currently number five in the rankings. Like I said, just defeated the women's champion, so we'll see where where that takes her going forward. Now, Darby Allen is not medically cleared to wrestle, uh, but he doesn't need a doctor's note to hang out and skate with Tony Hawk. So uh, we saw uh, kind of a a backstage kind of package um, where the two are hanging out. Then we see a a video package from Dr. Britt Baker, uh, our role model, uh, obviously should be spelled R-O-L-E, but she's done a great job with, um, you know, the wheelchair that she's been in to kind of nurse her injury. Uh, Back of the wheelchair saying, role model, as in R-O-L-L, as in rolling. Uh, we see her and uh, Rebel, uh, who I think she calls Reba, uh, kind of all over the place, her, her assistant, but the former Rebel. Uh, and then we see her, uh, Britt Baker, in the wheelchair trying to to work out and get stronger with a um, a, bl- uh, a weight tied to the back of the wheelchair, and the Rebel having to pick it up and help her here. Um, you know, we see some of the interactions he's had with Big Swole. Uh, Big Swole is going to be interesting. Not really sure what they're going to do here. Um, I mean, Big Swole is on at uh, the Murderhawk Monster. Uh, you know, she's at ringside a lot. I'm not really sure what's, what's going on here. I'm not loving where we're going with Big Swole's character, but uh, we'll see how it evolves. Um, you know, the highlight for me for, for Big Swole and Britt Baker's kind of rivalry that they have here, uh, you know, when they were talking about each other's uh, significant others who are in the WWE uh, more of that, uh, less of some of the uh, ringside antics we've seen recently uh, from my taste. Um, then we had the inner circle um, the, uh, in a six-man tag. Uh, inner circle consisting of uh, Jake Hager, Santana Ortiz, a.k.a. The Proud and the Powerful, uh, versus the Best Friends trio of Trent, Chucky e. T, and uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. And I love how they've handled Orange Cassidy. Obviously, a lot of people, (laughs) you know, including like a Jim Cornette, would not love uh, this character. But I love the fact that Orange could be kind of a sloth character, laid back, does not want to put too much energy into anything. But once he flips that switch, high paced, great wrestler in the ring, um, you know, only really going to exert, uh, you know, exert energy when it's important, when it's necessary. And this is what we see. Um, when he's actually uh, in the ring um, for wrestling action. So Orange Cassidy uses that kind of trap-to-the-mat roll-up pin uh, on Ortiz to get the one, two, three, and the win for his team. Um, Afterwards, we see Jericho leave the commentary booth and go into the ring. Um, He searches under the ring and gets um, a bag of uh, oranges, which uh, Jericho called blood oranges, Um, you know, just – You know, it really just shows that, you know, he's tired of being embarrassed, tired of Orange Cassidy showing up in the middle of their backstage promos and everything else that they're doing. And he just finds under the ring a bag of those blood oranges, hits Orange over the head. He's busted open. Uh, Then, um, you know, Orange Cassidy is laid out in the ring. And, uh, you know, Jericho grabs the mic and says that uh, Blood Orange Cassidy has just been juiced. Um, so we're going to continue that. Uh, I would imagine we see Jericho and Orange finally go one on one at one of the nights of uh, Fighter Fest, which is you know July 1st and July 8th. Uh, then we see Alex Marvez, Marvez, excuse me, back in the uh, parking lot area and uh, waiting for Moxley. Moxley comes up and Moxley says that uh, Taz has really gotten into his skin. And the idea that Brian Cage or anyone else thinks that they they can beat him really pisses him off, so Taz comes out to confront Moxley and uh Kate, you see Cage sprinting from the uh, from behind and um, attacks moxley uh sp- gets a, hits a spine buster on a, a red car that's there and um you know Taz tries to stop him stop him slow him down a lot of what you'll see with um You know, Heyman trying to control his monster, his beast, Brock Lesnar. This is kind of the relationship that we have with Taz and Cage. Uh, Cage did not listen to Taz. He throws Moxley through the back windshield of a car, shattering the back glass. Uh, These two will face off at Fighter Fest. Um, It's a world title, so you would think it would be the last match. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a special match like, um, you know, a stadium stampede that would close the show. Um, So I think this is actually our... Our finals match, especially since Cage won, um, you know that poker chip for the number one contender um, ship at the last pay per view. So, uh, Leah looking for uh, John Moxley defending the AEW World Championship against Brian Cage to main event Fighter Fest, the the two night, two week special coming up in July. Um, Then we have Cody, who makes his second uh, TNT defense, second um, back to back. Uh, closing out of AEW uh, that defense of the TNT championship who we said he's going to be a fighting champion he's going to defend it every single week Uh, yes last week against Jungle Boy this week against one half a private party Mark Quinn just showing that anyone can really challenge for the TNT championship Uh, Jungle Boy part of a trio but you know has been in singles action Mark Quinn uh, mostly in tag team action Uh, so great to see Mark Quinn get uh, an opportunity here at the TNT Championship and uh, just a little personal note uh, Justin Roberts is back to introduce the participants I had missed Justin Roberts like he was a wrestler Um, and I didn't really expect uh, to have that feeling you know going into everything that we're going into uh, today but he's back he's in the ring live yes he did announce uh, Stadium Stampede but Really glad to have him back. He does an excellent job, not just on John Moxley, but on everything else. Uh, like I said, really missed him. Happy that he's back. Uh, you know, happy that he's staying safe. And uh, he was here to introduce both participants, obviously. But I really love the way that he introduced Cody using uh, one of my favorite taglines for Cody, the grandson of a plumber. Uh, so Cody wins this match with a that leg lock that focused mostly Um, on twisting the ankle um, you know really another kind of uh, you know submission move that we do not see that often in general Um, and really basing that off of Quinn's previous previous ankle injury obviously he got injured last week in the uh, FTR debut Um, not just Isaiah Cassidy but also uh, Matt Hardy helping him to the back because of that ankle injury continuing that uh, ankle injury here this week, and then uh, Cody and uh, Mark Quinn himself hurting it more in this match, so it really makes a lot of sense tying into things that we've seen tonight and previously, um, so yeah, really wore down Quinn's an- already injured ankle, and, um, you know, Cody got the tap out victory here, uh, you know, then after the bell rings, we see, we see Hager come out, um, he comes out, pushes Arn into the corner, then uh, kind of looks over uh, his shoulder, and we see that Uh, You know, he, it's kind of a setup for Cody, you know, hits Cody. They start brawling private party and uh, Matt Hardy come out with chairs. Now, you know, Cody, sorry, uh, Matt Hardy and private party uh, have a friendship and uh, I guess a mentorship happening. Obviously private party one to learn from one half of um, the Hardy boys. We see uh, Sammy Guevara, the Spanish God and Santana and Ortiz come out. Uh, They all fight it out. Um, the show ends, but not before Cody accepts what he perceived to be a challenge from Jake Hager for the TNT Championship, and uh, that is another match uh, that will happen at the two nights, two week Fire Fest events. Um, you know, and then we also have a lot of matches that are going to happen next week: MJF versus Billy, which was set up in um, Billy being interviewed and MJF coming out and insulting. Uh, Billy and his sons. Um, we have the Natural Nightmares, who we saw some backstage, uh, you know, the backstage promo earlier in the nights, And let's see how they can stay focused uh, with the alley distraction going against the tag team champs. Um, Adam Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega. We'll also see the best friends versus La Sex God's ch- team of um, La Champion, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And the best friends have a title shot currently uh, against whoever the tag team champions are for Fighter Fest. And they're gonna put that on the line um, against Jericho and Guevara next week. And then we will also see the Super Bad Death Squad, um, you know, accompanied to the ring by Penelope Ford. That is the team of Super Bad, Kip Sabian, and Jimmy Havoc. And they are gonna go against the Young Bucks. Good to see the Young Bucks back here in action. Um, to really keep showing us how them and FTR are two amazing tag teams and they're on a collision course. And uh, so, Fighter Fest is really shaping up. A lot of good things happening for that card next week. Uh, a great AE, AEW Dynamite card as well. Um, so, that's our show for today. Uh, thanks for checking us out. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. And just thank you for visiting Wrestling Stable, where you don't join. You're chosen.